Hello, all you lovely actors. It's Ben Hopkin again, and welcome back to my podcast, Acting Without the Drama, where we keep the drama on the stage and in front of the camera and out of our personal lives. So, today we're going to finish up our talk about marketing. We talked about headshots and resumes last week, and really just some ideas about the industry in general, how to handle our interaction with uh, anyone that is from the industry, casting directors, agents, managers, so on and so forth. And this week, we are going to talk about reels, uh, plus some ideas in terms of how we can go about getting some help assembling all of this stuff. Basically, what we're doing is we are marketing a brand, and that brand is us. And anytime you're marketing something, you want to put together essentially a press kit. And our press kit as an actor should contain a headshot, a resume, and a reel at the very least. Uh, There's one other idea that I want to talk to you about that is becoming more and more kind of a necessity, but we'll talk about that in just a minute. So talking about our reels. Now, I posted a couple of weeks back, I posted my acting reel, which, as I mentioned, is a little risky anytime you're sort of putting yourself out as an example But it is not intended to be the example of all of the things that you should do for your reel. There are many things about my reel that I would love to change if I had the ability to do so. At this point, my reel is as good as I feel like I can make it. And hopefully it will get better with time. So here's some of the stuff that I included and some of the reasons why. One of the things when you're looking at putting together a theatrical reel, generally most people will tell you not to put your commercial work on there. And I would agree with that most of the time. I would say that that's generally a good rule to follow, not to put your commercial work on a theatrical reel. However, we've all seen those commercials where really the acting is much more present. Uh, if anyone remembers the, I believe it was a Volkswagen commercial and actually the the actor is a friend of mine uh, where he's heading to a wedding and he's late and he's really frustrated he finally gets there and you see that he's there to break up the wedding and it's uh, really powerful and actually that commercial really sort of helped to start his career Uh, he had already done some work quite a bit of work actually before that but really that was what propelled him into his next role. Uh, He actually starred in a series after that, which was short-lived, but also then allowed him to move into other work. He's now working on Desperate Housewives. So commercial work can really showcase your acting as long as it's the right kind of commercial work. If you're doing something that really is kind of acting intensive, and one of the reasons that I included the iPhone commercials on my reel was for that very reason is that I felt like the acting was strong enough that it showed me in a good light. Really what you're wanting to do with your reel is show yourself in a good light. What can you do? What is your range? Although you do want to be a little bit careful about that. You're not wanting to show all of the wonderful things that you can do. You really kind of want to market your essence, your brand, who you are. There are actually many acting teachers out there that use a technique of kind of learning how to brand yourself. And I don't know that I agree with this fully, but I do think that there are some good ideas in here. So I did want to put it out there. There is a list of a whole lot of adjectives that uh, actors will take 
and go out to like a mall. You go out in pairs and the one will approach people and say, here's my friend over here. Can you just look at him or her and give me your impressions? Mark off the adjectives that describe that person the best for you. Just first impressions. And it can be very enlightening in terms of how people view you when they first see you. A couple of things to keep in mind if you do an exercise like this is, number one, do it over the course of several weeks. Don't do it just once. Because if you're depressed on that day, that's kind of the energy you're giving off. You want to make sure that you're getting a really representative uh, sampling of what people really think about you. But it, it can be a very useful tool in terms of learning how other people see you. But one thing to keep in mind in terms of the real is definitely we want to make sure that we are playing to our strengths. What do we do well? What do we do the best? If you've got something that's maybe not your best work, but it shows something different, be cautious. I would say it's better to show a lot of the same that is really good than to show, hey, I've got lots of range where it's all kind of mediocre. Because, and and this is another thing that I want to put out there. And I believe that I've said this before. You hear all the time actors concerned about getting typecast. And I want to remind you that a really important part of that word is cast. If you are being typecast, that means you are getting work. And getting work is a really good thing. And yes, you may want to break out of that at some point. But maybe do it after you've developed a really strong name for yourself. You know, pull uh, Jennifer Aniston, where she was very much typecast after she was working on Friends, but has managed to go beyond that at this point. Uh, Johnny Depp, actually, was another one who had sort of the same scenario, where he was typecast after he worked on 21 Jump Street, but managed to branch out and do more than just that one small area. So, remember... Typecast is cast, and that's really an important thing. So don't be afraid to show a lot of the same if it's really good work. Another thing to keep in mind is you want to keep your reel short. I've seen some reels that are like 5, 10, 15 minutes long. That's not a good idea. No one is going to watch that. You want to make sure that your reel is probably 3 minutes or less. 2 to 3 minutes is really sort of a perfect time range for any kind of a reel that you're putting together. Any longer than that, very likely they're not going to end up watching the entire thing. And we do kind of have a tendency to put our best stuff at the last, and so they're just not going to see our best stuff. And that's maybe another thing to keep in mind. Don't save your best stuff for the last. Make sure that there's something really strong to start it off with, really strong to end it, and then keep it nice and short. Don't uh, Make sure that you're not putting too much into your reel. Uh, We all want to really show everything that we can do, but just be aware of the fact that this is a marketing tool. This isn't showing all of the things that you can do as an actor. Those are my thoughts in terms of the reel. So now I want to talk about some ideas in terms of most of us are on a budget. Most of us don't have unlimited funds when it comes to marketing ourselves as actors. And so what can we do? You know, I mentioned last time that if you're going to spend money, making sure that you're spending money on your headshots is a really good idea. And so that begs the question, what do you do if you don't have money? Well, there are some things that we can look into. There are some things that we can try. And one of the things that I would recommend is to look up some of the schools that are known for their photography work. 
look into hiring someone that is either fresh out of school, in school still, looking to build up their resume, looking to build up their gallery so, so that they can show potential clients, hey, this is the kind of work that I do. They need models in the same way that you need headshots. And so you can help each other out in that way where instead of spending $500 for headshots, you may get away with spending 50 or 100 or maybe even for free if you've got a friend. But do be aware of the fact that if you are doing that, that you may have to do it multiple times. You may have to go in three or four times to get the headshots that you want, paying 50 bucks a, a pop. So by the time you're finished, you may end up spending $200 instead of the $500 that you might have spent elsewhere. But be aware of the fact that you sort of have this triangle where you have quality, uh, speed, and price are the three variables. And you can usually have two out of those three, but not all three at once. If you're going to spend the money, it means that probably you're going to be able to get good quality and get them fairly quickly. If you want really good quality and you don't want to spend money, that means that you're going to sacrifice in terms of time. It means you're going to spend more time trying to find the right person and making sure that those headshots end up really good. If, you know, so that basically going around that triangle, you can have two out of the three and just know that if you're not willing to sacrifice time or money, that you're going to go down in quality. As long as that quality stays constant, you want to make sure that the quality is good. You're either going to sacrifice in terms of time or you're going to sacrifice in terms of money. Some other ideas to maybe keep in mind, and this goes for your reel as well, and I'll talk about that in a second is that you can go, if you have any kind of a marketable skill, especially like website design, if you're really good at that, go and offer your work in barter, in exchange, and trade. Craigslist.org, www.craigslist.org is a really good place to do this. If you are able to create a website for someone that is starting off as a photographer, you may be able to get your headshots for free, and maybe get multiple shoots to where you're really happy uh, because you're designing a website for them so that they can get themselves out there. So don't be afraid to wheel and deal, at least when you're talking with people that are up and coming like yourself. So as we're working our way forward, working our way into a professional career, we want to find other people that can help us along the way where we can help them. A mutually beneficial arrangement is always a good thing. So with that in mind, one of the other things in, in terms of your reel is I would really highly recommend that you find and make friends with filmmakers and editors, student filmmakers and editors, because they are, again, in the process of going forward in their career, trying to make something of themselves. Most of the work that I've done has come as a result of relationships that I founded with filmmakers really early on, where I'm doing work for them for little or nothing as they're starting, and as their career progresses, I am going along with them. And so that's something that I would really highly recommend to anyone uh, in terms of just working, but also in terms of getting some help putting together a reel, learning either... Figuring out how to edit yourself, which is a possibility. You can do it. It's not going to be the easiest thing in the world. If you've got a Mac, it's going to be a little bit easier. You can use uh, some of the 
uh, Apple software in terms of uh, editing and stuff like that. But really finding somebody that can edit and learning from them how to do it is not a bad idea. If not, then finding somebody that can edit and being really good friends with them and making sure that you're doing things in exchange for help that they might give you with your reel. Again, these are just some ideas to sort of help you in terms of keeping costs down. One final thing in terms of marketing that I wanted to put out there is that it really is becoming almost a necessity at this point that you put together a website for yourself. Certainly one of the things that actors have done in the past is to make business cards, you know, using their headshot or another picture and putting their information on it to be able to hand out at at a moment's notice, but also to have your website on there that someone can go to that would have your reel, that would have examples of your work, that uh, you can actually flesh it out quite a bit more on a website where they can go in and they can look at it at their leisure. They don't feel like they have to sort of do it all in one, one fell swoop. And so having that website to be able to go to is another really important thing. And again, using your skills as trading cards essentially is something that you might want to think about. If you don't have web design skills and you do have something else, you can teach voice lessons or you can teach piano lessons or you're really good at taxes, you can do someone's taxes. Uh, Use those skills to be able to put together something for someone so that you can then get that in trade. So these were some of my ideas in terms of marketing, some of the things that I have seen work in the past. And again, just want to remind you that when we are marketing ourselves, really what we're doing is we are sharing our gift with others. And when we keep that in mind and keep in mind the fact that the others that we're encountering in the industry are real people, it's going to make it so much more pleasant for us It's going to make it less stressful for us. We're going to be more our true selves as we encounter these people. So I hope that this was helpful. And again, go out and act. See you here next week. Thank you for listening to my podcast, Acting Without the Drama. For more information and to follow my blog on acting, please go to www.actingwithoutthedrama.com. To contact me with questions or ideas, please email me at actingwithoutthedrama at gmail.com.